Hello and welcome to the Ninja Warrior Staff Wellbeing Podcast, a podcast to help our teams connect more to mental health and tackle the challenges that life throws at us. Today I'm joined by Charlotte, hailing from the Vibrant Sales Office in Walsall. She's relatively new to the Ninja Warrior world, having joined the team in February of this year. But here's the kicker, Charlotte's journey is nothing short of awe-inspiring. Before her high-flying adventure with Ninja Warrior, Charlotte spent four years in a classroom, but not just any classroom. She was a teacher of the heart for both biology and animal management, nurturing the curious minds of her students. But her passion didn't stop there. For another two years, she embarked on a journey of incredible significance, working with young offenders and students with special educational needs. Her dedication to helping young people achieve their potential shines brightly. When Charlotte's not in the sales office, she dons a different cape. She's a real-life animal superhero, working to rescue and care for an array of critters, from ducks and chickens to tarantulas and snakes, all with her partner. Her love for the great outdoors knows no bounds, and she's an avid hiker, making the most of every moment in nature. You are listening to the Ninja Warrior Staff Wellbeing Podcast with me, Finley Ratnett. So in this episode, we're going to dive into a topic that affects all of us, both personally and professionally. Mental health will explore the stigma that often surrounds this vital aspect of our well-being and how one extraordinary place of adventure, Ninja or UK Adventure Park, is actively working to break down the barriers that hinder open discussions about mental health in the workplace. Today, I'm joined by Charlotte, who has first-hand experience in this regard. She works at Ninja or UK Adventure Park and will share her own journey with mental health, offering insights into the challenges she's faced the support she's received and the positive impact it's had on her charlotte thank you for coming on oh thank you finley really appreciate it so can you start by telling me a little bit about yourself yeah so um i grew up in a warsaw great bar area and i've lived there my entire life um uh from a young age i absolutely adored animals and pursued animal management and biology um in an educational sense um i was a teacher for around four years and i left that position in order to care for my nan at the time um in between that i took on a position just part-time at ninja warrior warsaw and from there grew to absolutely love the company love the people i was working with went into full time and eventually worked my way up to where i am now and tell me about your personal journey with mental health and how it has affected you in the workplace. So mental health has always been something that's been very passionate towards me. Um, I suffered with mental health from a very young age. Um, when you're younger, you know, a couple, about 10 years ago now, um, so far back, it, it, in regards to how people view physical health, compared to mental health um, was very, very clear. Um, Physical health, you can see. So you can see if you've broken your arm, you can see if you've broken your leg, that sort of thing. You know, you can have loads and loads of tests and, you know, it will confirm that. However, mental health is a lot more complicated. It's all um, just, it's in your brain. So it is hidden away. Um, From a young age, I suffered quite badly with mental health. Um, And from there, um, I found my own coping mechanisms alongside working with professionals and having a really good support network around me. And one thing about Ninja Warriors, especially since I started working uh, for the company, was how supportive um, the company as a whole has been um, with 
the journey that I've gone through and I know for a fact it's also supported a lot of other colleagues in the same position. And one thing I'm looking at at the moment is the support is available in schools. Tell me about when you were in school, what sort of support was available then? Did it help you? Um, so when I was younger, um, the support within the educational system, it was still very new to mental health. This was back in sort of 2010 um, and it was only really becoming um, something that was spoken about in mainstream media. So it wasn't something that was always um, discussed or even teachers, professionals had uh, not always ways to to help support uh, young people. I did at that time have a wonderful counsellor. I still remember her name, um, and she she was wonderful. Um, however, it was decided like that um, I would need to start uh, medication from a very early age. So I started my medication at fourteen, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, there's a lot of again stigma around medication, especially when it comes to uh, medication to do with mental health. There's a lot of stigma still around it that um, you should be fighting that battle without the the need of medication, things like that. However, that is that is purely just not the case. Um, so yeah, the the support wise um, in school, like I said, it wasn't um, perfect, um, but I think with the techniques we had at the time and also you know what was known um, about it then, even you know. 15 years ago um i think they, they tried their best so and have you ever experienced stigma or challenges relating to discussing mental health and if so how did you deal with it yeah so um i am not ashamed to talk about mine at all um like i said mental health everyone has mental health just as they have physical health and um, however with mine i was diagnosed with a disorder about four years ago now um, called borderline personality disorder and the stigma surrounding this disorder is horrific um, and it is something that even as an adult you know almost 25 now even as an adult um, people still are, are have a, a different perception towards you as soon as you are open about certain disorders that you are diagnosed with so that's definitely something I, I noticed and can you share some insights into the company's commitment to employee well-being, especially concerning mental health and how they've supported you with it? Yeah, so the main thing for me is I absolutely love routine. I love work and it keeps my brain healthy. It keeps my brain um, active. So I um, I absolutely love working. Um, however, the company has been absolutely wonderful when it comes to things like appointments. So um, I have a lot of health appointments, both physical and mental health, um, and they have always, always made time um, to to make sure that I, I attend these appointments. There's been a few times where uh, I am a little bit of a workaholic and, um, you know, my, my management team have said, no, you need to go to this appointment. I know you want to stay, I know you want to do work, but you need to go. And they are so supportive. Um, this was both on site at Warsaw and also in the sales office, you know, working with Emma, Lou, Kepka, etc. And what specific initiatives, if any, uh, or resources, does the company provide to support the, the mental health of its staff? 
So resource wise, I think it's more the fact that they're allowing you, they're, they're telling you, um, you know what, you, you have this time, you go to your appointments. For example, um, Emma, for example, in the sales office, she doesn't allow us to take our laptops home because she doesn't want us to bring the work home with her as much as possible. You know, it, these little things, whilst they may not seem, um, I guess, big to to uh, to certain people, the, these little actions, these little, I guess, resources are extremely helpful. And how does the company aim to destigmatize discussions around mental health in the workplace? Because I know that my manager in Bristol has always offered a safe place to have a discussion. What about, what about uh, in, with, with, with your situation? Yeah, it was the exact same at Warsaw. Um, Rob, who is the current general manager, has been incredibly supportive. I was very open with him as soon as I even joined as a crew member. Um, and I was very open with Luke, who was the GM at the time. Um, and they have always been absolutely fantastic when it comes to sort of open door policy. You know, even if you just want to chat about your personal life, um so that was something that that really stuck with me um and one of the reasons that i really did want to you know really try with this company really try and uh work my way up i think another thing is that the staff so staff on site staff in the sales office everyone is just so friendly they're they're so friendly so welcoming that it is very it allows you to just feel comfortable as soon as you walk through the door. And sometimes that really is all you need. If you've had a bad day, if you haven't been able to, to sleep that night, or you've maybe been given, you know, some, some bad news at one of the appointments, you know, just having staff around that are just so friendly, um, just so welcoming, that, that works. It, it's just fantastic. I've got to be honest with you, I've had a few jobs, but this one is the first to make me feel comfortable about talking. Why do you think that's important? So, again, I think, first off, it's important for, I think, yourself. Um, for a while, I tried to, you know, hide away the fact that um, mental health was something I really suffered with. And, uh, you know, for years. And I think, first off, it's absolutely it's detrimental to your progression it's detrimental to how you want your mental health to to change and to be more positive you need to be open you need to be honest to friends family and to your workplace um the second thing is just that it helps it just and like i said so it, it helps with your own progression um i think it allows the the more the company knows in regard to, even if it's just surface level, the more that, you know, things, if you need time off, if you need someone to talk to, they're more likely to, to understand the situation. Uh, I think it's, it's quite a practical thing to do in a lot of ways. And how has addressing your mental health positively impacted your personal growth and overall wellbeing? I think you don't have to lie to yourself i don't i i think it allows you to not be able to first off lie to yourself about who you are who you're trying to be um it allows you to be a lot more accepting of yourself and a lot more accepting of others um 
you can also learn a lot more about what works for you. So certain techniques will work for some people, certain techniques won't work for others. Um, I also think that once I had diagnoses behind my side, um, I could learn about my disorder and understand how to work with it, not against it. And I think that was very impactful on how I could learn to live, uh, I guess, stereotypically normal. (laughs) And what advice do you have for others who might be hesitant to address their mental health concerns in the workplace? It is a very, very scary thing. And I don't think anyone um, is denying that at all. But addressing your mental health and addressing if something is wrong, if something doesn't feel right, in the long run, it will massively, massively make things easier for yourself. Um, whether it be reaching out to your GP, um, reaching out for uh, therapy, medication, making sure to reach out and keep in touch with friends and family, um, keeping you know keeping as healthy as you can or as active as you, as you can. Um, and making sure also to enjoy your hobbies, enjoy what you know what you like and what you love in life. Um, because in in my opinion, the one thing that I always say is, well, I only get one go at this life, so I'm going to try really hard to make it exactly how I want it and to enjoy as much as I can of it. Charlotte, thank you very much. Thank you. Now, as we bring this month's episode to a close, we want to emphasise the significance of our discussion today. Mental health is not just a personal matter, it's a collective responsibility that touches every aspect of our lives, including our workplace. The stigma surrounding mental health can have far-reaching consequences, but the good news is that positive change is possible. We've seen today how Ninjawara UK Adventure Park is leading the way in breaking down these barriers, and they serve as an inspiring example for all of us. Remember, by destigmatizing mental health and in providing support, we can create create healthier, more productive and more compassionate work environments. It's not just about the bottom line, it's about the well-being and happiness of our staff and the success of our organisation. We encourage you to take lessons from today's episode to heart, whether you're an employer, an employee or simply someone who cares about the well-being of others. Let's continue these essential conversations, support one another and work together to create a world where mental health is a priority, not a stigma. Now, if you are struggling with your mental health, it's important you get the support you need and deserve. You can talk to Samaritans on 116 123, free to call. They're available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If talking over the phone isn't your thing, Shout is the UK's first and only free confidential 24-7 text message support service for anyone who is struggling to cope. Text the word SHOUT to 85258. There's also a huge list of support services at mind.org.uk. But hey, don't forget, we're all here for you. Take care. The Ninja Warrior Staff Wellbeing Podcast with Finley Ratnet.